The thing I love most about this rivalry, yeah. everybody's wrong until the result comes in. Let's go. They always say, throw out the records when it comes to this rivalry. On that day, you have to prove that you're the better team in the state of Michigan. I don't get why both teams can't be great at the same time. It doesn't always have to be one or the other. I love you, man, but you're an idiot. A Michigan, Michigan State podcast. And here's your hosts, Justin Rose and Michael Spath. Hey, welcome to this edition of I Love You, Man, But You're an Idiot, a Michigan, Michigan State podcast. I am Michael Spath here with Justin Rose, and opening weekend is in the books. I would say if you could take Michigan's first half and Michigan State's second half, mm. you've got a complete football game, and everybody would be happy here today. Uh, instead, when you've got uh, you know the, the 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 two rivals, but they're favored by so many points, they're playing you know Chip uh, Central Michigan Chippewas for Michigan State, and you're playing East Carolina for Michigan you're going to nitpick and you're going to find the things wrong with that opening weekend that you didn't like. And we'll certainly get into that. But, um, you know, I, I thought great quarterback play eventually for Michigan state. Um, and it's clearly, let me ask you this, Justin, was there at halftime, maybe even before halftime, cause right before the half Michigan state came out and, and had a good drive before you got to that point where you sitting there going, Time for a quarterback change. Let's see what the other guy has because oh. Kim was Kim was up yeah. to that point scuffling, and the whole let offense me. was scuffling let before me. that last drive of the first half. You know the Michigan State situation. Michigan knew who their quarterback was. Michigan State nobody knew until they walked out there. And I feel like if okay. I was all right, hang yeah, on, here, yeah. Hang let on me. Here. You're let, talking let, yourself into first of all. How was your weekend? Oh, oh, you didn't want you to just jump just right really, in. You just really, just really revved up for football this morning. I, mean, I like it. I dig it. There was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday. And Monday was, I don't know, arguably the biggest upset. A top oh, 10 team went down I think so. to unranked Duke. Yeah. That or the Colorado TCU game. That was, a, a, I mean, college football. And I'm so glad it's back because the storylines, the intrigue, the, you know, the, the, the unexpected, because here's the, you know, and we'll get, I'm definitely super excited to talk about, by the way, uh, to answer a question at 8.06 PM on Friday night. So the game was an hour in mm -hmm. my tweet was let the kid play Mel. Mm. I was already calling for it, but we'll, we'll get that in a second. Um, you know, I, I don't think anyone's any good right now. Yeah. And, 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 and that goes, that goes like, and I'm not just talking about our, our teams here. I don't really think anybody's any good. Mm -hmm. And I think preseason rankings need to go away Yeah, for until the non-cons over. Like, let's see what these guys, I mean, Michigan certainly didn't play to the potential that a lot of people thought that they should or would. Right. Bama didn't play. Like, I mean, like all Ohio, Ohio State. State looked like they were rusty as all can be. Clemson goes out and lays a turd on mm -hmm. the, the turf uh, in Durham. And and then you have Colorado. This team was supposed to be what was their win total three and a half. Like, and they go out and they and now they're of course the darlings of. Yeah. Do you, you know, believe? Yeah. Do you believe? Hey, Dion, relax. You yeah. won one game. Right. Right. One game, and it right. took a historic performance from your quarterback to do it. Like, let's let's pump the brakes here. Like, and I guess that's just like how I'm. You know, so I'm feeling very satisfied mm -hmm. that football's back. I'm I'm happy that some teams lost that, you know, were ranked or whatever. 
And I'm happy that some teams won because it's just that's what makes college well, better than the NFL. And it's interesting, Justin, your take there, because if you watch that, that weekend unfold in real time like it did, you're watching Minnesota-Nebraska on open night. You're like, man, this, the Big Ten West is sorry. Like, these are two bad teams yet again. Then Michigan State goes out there on Friday night, has a pretty poor first half, much better second half, and you're like, eh, you know, what do you got here? And then Michigan fans are probably, I, I know because I was on some message boards, they're laughing at Sparty this and laughing at Sparty oh, that. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And then, you know, they go out there, they can't <clears throat> run the football. They, you know, the the whole narrative after the game was like, oh, well, they took what the defense gave yeah, them. And oh, they, yeah. they backed <laughs> them up and they threw, they had great balance. And I'm like, they didn't have really great balance. They ran for 120 yards against a, you know, a, a group of five. Yes, they threw the ball well, but which we'll get into more. And you're like, ah, so maybe, you know, Michigan is not coming out. And then, then Ohio State looks very, very average against Indiana. Wisconsin struggles against Buffalo. And on and on and on it went where I think the fact that there's no preseason in college football, this is where it, 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 it comes into play. Yeah. Because every team is rusty. You're not getting the full reps in practice against, you know, even if they say ones versus ones, that's not live and, and give a little credit to the central Michigan's, the world, the East Carolina's the world. Sure. Like there's a lot of pride out there. Oh, yeah. And these teams have gotten they're They're not just rolling over. And because of the transfer portal, a lot of these teams have a quarterback on their roster or a running back on their roster. That was a four star somewhere else and just didn't get the playing time. Right. And so there tends to be a little bit of a higher skill level at some of the uh, quote unquote skill positions. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'll be curious to see what we see in week two. And then in week three, I think we'll see better performances overall, but, um, it was, a, it was a lot of fun this weekend. There were a lot of close games. There were a couple upsets, but I walked away and said, I'm not going to draw any conclusions about college football on my team and your team, because you know, there's no exhibition and it just kind of yeah. looked like they were, I don't say going through the motions, but there was a lot of rust that they were kicking off. Did you know that there are people out there that are calling us? soft for not making preseason predictions. I got a couple of messages. Where's your preseason prediction? You afraid because Sparty's going to suck? I'm like, no, I haven't seen them play. I, they could. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I love about what we're trying to do here. Like, yeah. you know, we're not just trying to throw shit against the wall to see if it sticks. Like, Justin, I, going into that 2021 season, I predict the Michigan to go six and six because they're coming off a two and four COVID year. They go out and go 11 and one and they win the big 10 title. They go to the college football playoff. You're an idiot spaff. You had no idea what this team was capable of. Did you? Did, I mean, what was your prediction <laughs> yeah. before the season seven and five? Well, And you can't just say you're going to go undefeated every single yeah. year. And right. that's why I, I looked at, you know, and, and we can dive into Michigan state right now just to kind of, I think that's maybe the more intriguing storyline as far as like the path to what they could be. Maybe we finally have some idea. Michigan is always going to, I mean, they're just not going to be tested until as, as, Penn State. As, as, yeah. yeah. Michigan as, State, maybe. Tip, maybe. But Michigan's just not going to be tested in the way, like if they go out there and Clemson all over themselves, that's on them. That's right. on like the right. coaching staff, the players, the, the leadership. I don't see, they're, they're at the point of their program where they're kind of on that Clemsonic rise. Clemsonic? Can I, can I use that? Sure. Clemonic? Clemonic rise? I like it. Yes. The Clamonic rise. So they're still like kind of like, all right, yeah, we got to the yeah. playoff. We know what it takes. We've won the Big Ten two years in a row. We know what it takes. They still have that leadership in place. Whereas a team like Michigan State, you know, they had that nice win, that, that nice season a couple of years ago in 21. But 
that came out of nowhere too. That was that same, like I looked at them coming out of the COVID year where they had a win over Michigan and then nothing else. And you kind of went, Oh wow, they're winning. Oh wow. They're winning. Oh wow. They're winning. And it kept on going until uh, Purdue, but I don't even, I, I was having a conversation with uh, another Michigan state alum yesterday and, it, and I, he's like, so what are you kind of feeling? I said, the tenseness of those players was so palpable in yeah, the first yeah. 30 minutes of that game. And the crowd was nervous energy. Mm-hmm. And that's not a great place to be for a long period of time. It's, and I'm glad that yeah. they figured it out. Noah Kim, I was calling for him to be benched. Like, What's, the, what's the, the young kid's name that they were... You were clamoring for uh, Caden Hauser. Okay. Yeah. He's the four star kid, you know, yeah. from the West coast, you know, he's supposed to be, and uh, I didn't watch the last good. five minutes. Did you guys, did you see him in the last five minutes? Yeah. He played, in? he got okay. sacked and he threw like an incomplete okay. pass. It wasn't even close, but I mean, yeah. for 30 minutes, Noah Kim didn't have a close ball to yeah. a, a, a completed. I, I just basically, I think that the, it's funny to watch if you kind of like zoom out a little bit and like, how much pressure is on Michigan State from a fan perspective and, and how much pressure is on Michigan or any team for, for, for that lack, you know? And it, it just felt like once Kim started completing some of those passes and they were good throws. They were great. Hard yeah. throws. Great to throws make. and great catches after poor throws and lots of drops. Right. It was almost like this nervous energy kind of just like evaporated yeah. from Spartan yeah. Stadium. And you could finally start to say, okay. Yeah. Maybe we've got something here. I didn't watch you in real time on Twitter and and I was at a, I was at a birthday party. <laughs> I would have been curious, but I was sitting there with my father-in-law, with my in-laws who we've already established are all Spartans. And the the roller coaster of emotions throughout that game. I mean, at one point early, maybe maybe early in the second quarter when Michigan State had really done nothing. And Noah Kim had had a couple of passes where he was he was on the same page. He he looked like he had a weak arm, which he doesn't have. He has actually a pretty good arm, but he was like throwing behind guys. He was there was one throw where it was like an out, and he like it, it was almost ten yards into the dirt. And and I'm sitting there watching. He's and he's kind of like this is gonna be a three nine football season. This kid is not any good. And then you get to late in the second quarter, a <laughs> couple of great throws, uh, including the touchdown throw, and then the whole third quarter really looked dynamic, really looked like something. And all of a sudden there was like, you'd gone from three, nine, and then there was like a five and seven moment. And then there was like a seven (laughs) and five. And then he got all the way to like nine and three, where it was maybe Michigan, Ohio state, Penn state got our number, but we can win the rest of the games until then you saw Washington play. And then you're like, well, maybe Washington too. (laughs) So eight and four, this could be an eight and four football team. And it was, it was just so, you know, interesting to watch because it really was, every stage almost like of grief and then like joy <laughs> and that, right like it was it, it was really entertaining to watch as a as a non as a unbiased objective person it 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 really is and you know i working in sports for as long as i have you really start to believe the coach speak a little bit where they say every game is its own beast and you know when mel tucker comes out on Monday on Labor Day and he has his press conference and he says, we are, you know, preparing like crazy for, for Richmond, which is, sounds ridiculous. Like really? But then you go, Oh, Richmond could beat him. Rich, you know, like, like, 
I well, wouldn't no, no, go no. that far. Well, if you don't prepare. Yeah. Like, I guess my point is, is right. like, anybody can be, be beat. And if Duke doesn't prove yeah. that you right. let them believe a little bit, right. and Central Michigan, you don't tell me that they didn't believe they could win that game. Absolutely. Like, especially by halftime. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Eastern Carolina, East Carolina was, was, there was a lot of, you know, pumping up the chests and they were making big tackles and making big plays. They believed. Absolutely. Now, that doesn't mean they were going to win the game, but belief is a, it is a scary thing when it's not on your side. Absolutely. Because momentum and, starts to work against you. And, well, and that's yeah. what like, you know, to the point where, you, you know, your father-in-law was, you know, there was three and nine. The momentum of that first half was like, we are in for it. Yeah. We are not going to be a good football team. Yeah. And I was saying the same thing. I was playing Euchre. Uh, it's a great Michigan game, by the way, uh, with, with some friends. And so it was kind of on in the background. So I was kind of watching, but I was mostly, you know, like hanging out with people. And I just remember if, like saying to, to my buddy is actually, uh, Zach is a, is a Michigan fan, Michigan, Michigan grad. So he's, uh, you know, he's like, well, well, you know, they better figure it out. And like, you know, I well, was like, I hope they figure it out. Just watching it with, and I, I think I've told you this before, but watching it with the in-laws, like, and, and you, we said this in the opening episode, a little bit of like, well, you, you know, you, you, do you root for the team to win? Most Michigan fans don't root for Michigan state to win. Most Michigan fans during that first half are like in glee land because they're thinking Michigan state's going to be terrible here. I am when I watch these Michigan state games with my father-in-law and, you know, I can see his emotions and the whole thing. I got to be completely neutral or a little bit of like, Oh, he's coming. He's, he's going to get there. Right? Like I'm almost like a cheerleader for him because I'm trying to keep his emotions up because I don't want to see him just come crashing and burning. It's funny that you played Euchre though, during the game, because it was my sister-in-law's birthday and the kickoff was taking place right when she was going to open up presents. Uh-huh. And then like a little bit later, like cake. And it was like the early in the second quarter and Michigan state had the ball and it was not my house. So I'm not going to pause it or anything like that. And, and so I'm like, what's the dynamic here? Am I yeah. allowed to watch the game or do I need to be paying attention? If it was my niece, I think I would have been like watching my niece, but it's my 41 year old sister-in-law. So I was just <laughs> watching the game. Um, Michael, you weren't paying attention to the birthday. Yeah. So I didn't even watch her open up our present, which, but I knew what it was. Yeah, so that's true. I think I was, um, let me throw some numbers at you because sure. you know, like, you know, casual fans. And I don't know if, if, if you, if, if anybody's ever done this, but sometimes you miss a game and you just check the box score, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, you, if you learn how to read a box score, correctly, you can pretty much tell the story of the game just simply based upon the numbers. I've done this for years. You know, I didn't catch some game and I needed to put together, you know, a story or a highlight or whatever. I could look at the box score and go, well, this team dominated the time of possession or they've got this and this and this. Michigan State looks like a good football team in box score, which is now there are a couple of red flags that come out when you look at this box score. But anytime you hold a team, any team, 219 yards total offense, Mm -hmm. And you put up 406 yourself. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. 279 yards in the air, 127 on the ground, holding them to 96. Remember we talked about how bad that pass defense was. Now I know central Michigan. Again, I'm, I'm just looking at the numbers in the box score here, but remember those red flags I talked to you about yeah, melt. Yeah. These are the things that I need to see change. And this does not help his cause. Over uh, two on fourth down. From one yard away, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, they gave him 19 first downs. Wow. And the other one that's, uh, that's oh no good central Michigan possessed the football 30 
four minutes and 26 seconds. Okay. Now they only amassed 219 total yards of offense, but you're, they had the ball for nine, almost nine full minutes longer than you. That ain't no good. Yeah. You can't do that against a Michigan. You, you will be pummeled against a Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. The other one that stood out to me was, a, I believe, eight penalties for yes. 66 yards. Yeah, that's... Now, and I mean, I don't know. Did, did, I, did I particularly see uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on the first fourth down stop in the, the first no, drive of really the game? Sh- they didn't no, they really show it, did they? No, he, no he, he's celebrating, like, yeah. first game, big yeah. play. Yeah. And, and I, I wish the referees would really kind of let that stuff go. I mean... College football shouldn't be like you celebrated too much. I think taunting is one thing. You stand over a player, you get in a guy's face, you point fingers at some. I I get that, but yeah, when you're just celebrating with your own guys, I I don't, I don't make a big deal. And honestly, they've let a lot. They have evolved because I see a lot of guys get up and almost quasi spike the football, or they like spin the football, or they do like the first down thing. They don't seem to get flagged for that. Maybe they're but saying stuff and we just don't hear it. They that, could, that could be. be. They yeah. could be. Justin Rose, yeah. you stink. Oh, oh, flag, fifteen yards for being mean. Well, um, yeah. yeah. So, so, anyways, just to just to kind of to close the door on. Uh, the, here's my here's my final assessment of of week one. I, there was that. Ner- I, I think these players kind of get it. Mm-hmm. There is a standard outside the inside the building first and foremost. That's the only one that really matters. But they are on social media. They know that there's a feverish fan base at Michigan State that wants them to win. I was super happy to see that the student section was packed all mm. the way up into the deep water or the deep end or whatever they're calling it. Like that sec that, that second deck was filled with students, which that typically is like the the bald spot of a of a 40-year-old. You know, it's like it's there. It's not really there, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably talking about myself. Uh, but honestly. I still think that if if we get more Michigan State second half, they're going to be in a lot of football games this yeah, year. Yeah, they're going to be, a, and then the defense was was they the defense well. won them that game in a Absolutely, lot of ways. Because there's like, a couple of times where Central could have really built some momentum, right? And and State came up with a with some big stops. Yeah, Richmond this week, and then in two weeks Washington. If you uh, got your got your Peacock, or if you don't have your Peacock yet, you're going to have to get your Peacock yes. subscription. I looked at it. I got it for the opening game for Michigan. And then everybody was like, well, we got to cancel. Well, they got Michigan state, Washington, Washington, and they got Notre Dame, Ohio state in week four. Uh, so speaking of, speaking of Peacock, did you know that East Carolina, Michigan was the highest streamed Peacock sporting event wow. of all time? I mean, what's the competition? With no numbers with what, no numbers to uh, show. What's the competition? A, it a doesn't premier, matter. Premier league soccer game. I think from, they made it up. They probably did. But it's it's it, it good for you, Peacock. It absolutely is is probably accurate. I mean, there are streaming issues, which means that usually like, the servers are overloaded because they're not the whole first half. Every fifteen seconds, at watching it on YouTube TV, so streaming it, it was like hiccuping every fifteen seconds, mm. driving me nuts. Second half, it was better, but I actually resorted to you know I, I've got the I pulled out the laptop and then I've got like my computer monitor that's like a twenty seven inch and I just hooked it up to that and just watched the second half without having watched on my 70-inch TV just because of those problems. But okay. Before okay. we switch to Michigan, nice shirt. Oh, thank you. It's a good-looking – I mean, 
You know, it's a good looking Sparty shirt. I can say that. You you can say this. Um, would I let? Would I be if my wife was wearing that, or like I want them, my people? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, cool shirt. Thanks, man. It, it is provided to us by Nudge Printing. Nudge Printing started by two Michigan State alumni, uh, and they are just they are just the kings of turning vintage athletic wear from collegiate schools. There's 20 schools that they do uh, put apparel out for. Michigan State is one of them. Michigan, unfortunately, is not, but good on them. Stick it to them. I, I think, like I that. I think you want me like fan. an Iowa shirt, right? You could. I, I'm going to get you a Northwestern, Northwestern. Go Cats shirt. That's that right. was it. That's right. Um, but if you head over to nudgeprinting.com, you can also follow them on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram at, at nudgeprinting, N-U-D-G-E, printing. You can check them out because they have a lot of really cool stuff. Um, they they hooked me up with a couple of shirts, um, and I, I I'm actually a large, just so the models can show. You know, six one two fifteen, um, slightly less uh, height than our um, our former president Donald Trump. Ah. He and I are obviously in the same shape. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, got that. What's your um, mugshot look like? I don't have one yet. Okay. Or ever. We'll Hopefully, see. Hopefully, right? <laughs> That's like one of my but, uh, one of my dad's goals for me. Ne- never don't ever get arrested. Do you smile or no? In, <laughs> in your mugshot. In my mugshot. Like, I always wonder, like, like what do you what do you do? Like obviously think, it depends on what you did, yeah, but like I think if I ended up in a in a <laughs> arrest or something, I would not be happy about it under any circumstance. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be smiling yeah, in but my would particular. You, would you be like like sunken eyes, like angry guy, like like, or would you like just, I would probably I, be deer in a headlights guy. I, I would be, what am I doing in this, in this, yeah, deer in, a headlights. in this, it would be jail cell right now or this, you know, yeah. Yeah, police station, you know, I, I'd be like, what the F yeah. Yeah. am you, I doing you, here? You so, can say whatever you want here. Okay. What the fuck am there I doing here? So, is. Hey, one thing also <laughs> like about the the t-shirt is yeah. they clearly have licensing with Michigan State, so They can use like all the logos and stuff yes. like that, which is nice because yeah. there's a lot of t-shirt companies out there that don't have that sure. access and you'll get like some type of knockoff Sparty sure. and you, there's clever. I mean, some of them are clever, but it's much more when you can wear that. You don't oh. sometimes have to guess like, what are you rock? Are you a gladiator? Are you yeah. a, are you a former, are you a Titan? I you know, the, you're I'm the mitten state guardians. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, this is, okay. but yes, I'll be wearing this to the airport uh, later today as I, as I travel uh, across the country. So right. well, good luck with the flight. Yeah, thanks, good man. with the flight. I don't think you'll miss much with the Richmond game. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Their wedding's on Friday instead of Saturday. Oh, at perfect. least it is that. Perfect. But, but you can enjoy yourself on Saturday because there's come some decent games in Texas, Alabama. Oh, sure. Night. You'll be what two hours behind or is it one hour behind? Two. Two hours. Denver's two. Perfect. But, perfect. But you know, uh, yeah, speaking of those stats, speaking of stats, Michigan four hundred and twenty-two yards. No, four hundred two yards of offense. Uh, they gave up two thirty-five. Uh, first downs, they had, let's see, 26 to 12 time possession, 33 to 26, uh, you know, so on paper and and their quarterback threw for 280 yards and three touchdowns. They did not give up any points until East Carolina kicked a field goal as time expired. So Mm -hmm. a 30 to three victory. It's funny because in a 30 to three victory, there was a lot of, uh, uh, ho humming for Michigan fans that we're honestly expecting closer to like probably 49 to three yeah. or 56 to three. Yep. You didn't see explosive plays, especially in the passing game down the field. You saw some great passes from JJ McCarthy. He looked, uh, you know, he looked like he's going to be 
the best quarterback in the Big Ten. Um, he and Drew Aller from Penn State certainly have that title maybe after week one. So you saw that. You did see a couple of wrong, long runs, but you didn't see Michigan go out there and absolutely throttle. You did see them stopped on a goal line series three times inside the five-yard line. They came away with zero points. The backups came in the game. Davis Warren, the backup quarterback, on three possessions, got no points. So in a game that could have been 42, 44, something like that, and and probably Michigan fans walking away a lot more satisfied, um, you're just kind of like, ah, there's still some things to be worked on here. The mm-hmm. defense did play really well, uh, and and they didn't give up much at all. A couple of picks, uh, and, and again, didn't give up any points until the end. But if you were number two team in the country expecting – you know, really, really big number that didn't take place. And it's certainly for Michigan fans. I don't want to say anybody was like freaking out or like, Oh, we're not as good as we are, but you want to go out there and then this week against UNLV and you want to put up that 50 spot. I would say there's no doubt. You got to maybe show a little bit more, but at the same time, if you do look at what Michigan was able to do, Blake Corum coming off an injury, 10 carries 73 yards and a touchdown. Maybe, maybe he could have had more, right? Roman Wilson, great game, six catches, 78 and three. And, and the numbers for JJ speak for themselves. 280, um, you know, only missed four passes. Yeah. Uh, completion percentage so, 87%. Yeah, no, I mean, look, we talked about this last week. What do you want to see yeah, in yeah. a game like this? They're going to win the game. Like they could win a hundred to zero. What's the benefit of winning a hundred to nothing? Like, like even 50 to nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, Oregon like, beat Portland state 81 to something. Right. right? And it's, does eh. that, does that make you know f- that that's, that was when I was bringing up that yeah. example, you see that bottom line and it's like Oregon beat Stetson 81 to seven. And you're like, is Oregon any good? Or is they just, is, 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 like, and you're also a little bit like, could you, could you maybe put some guys in there a little bit earlier? Could yeah. You, could you have right. so it a little bit easier? It, you know, yeah. but Oregon fans are going, we're world beaters. Here we go again. We're going to meet. So it's just funny. Cause like your perspective yeah. is like the, the, the lens that you view things through. But so you, you asked me before the game, what did I want to see? Yeah. And I essentially said a couple of things and I said, I want them to stay healthy. Then mission accomplished. Check. Big Nobody check who, none of the starters who played in the game got injured. They had a couple of guys who sat out who were supposed to be back for week two, Rod Moore and Will Johnson, their defensive backfield. So healthy, good to go. Uh, shake off the rust. Uh, I thought Blake Corum did look rusty. I thought the offensive line, especially looked rusty. Now, you know, they gave a lot of credit to East Carolina using the TCU game plan of of hitting the gaps, bringing the linebackers down at full speed. Um, Michigan's got to adjust. If teams are going to follow that TCU game plan all year long, you've got to find other ways to be creative running the football, especially if that's your bread and butter. Uh, and then the other one was I wanted to see them have success throwing the football down the field in more efficiently than they did a year ago because it took them a while to get there. They didn't have that time of success, but they only took one shot of 25 yards or more. And they got interfered with Mm -hmm. because they had to, what they did show is that when JJ McCarthy needs to make a play, I mean, he made, you know, a lot of them 26 and he, he threw his touchdown passes. You know, two of them were across his body, which you tell most quarterbacks not to do, but most quarterbacks don't have a, his arm strength and his vision. Uh, And then the third one, the third touchdown pass to Roman Wilson was, I mean, beautiful. You could, which one was the better throw and catch Michigan, Michigan right. state. Cause there was a great one in the Michigan state. Yeah, Tyrell game. Henry bringing yeah. that down. I, I shared the, the, the video. Did you see the guy in the background? I did where he I did. He, uh, he saw the yeah, catch was, and it just like, right, right. 
Yeah, that <laughs> that's a screenshot. Was I that wanted, your viral video of the weekend? That was my viral video of the weekend. Yes, I uh, I it did well for me. Numbies mm-hmm. did, did did some big numbies. Um, speaking of viral moments, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the sure. whole we Jim Harbaugh like lining up in the the the, the straight eye formation with the fingers up with the four? Yeah. I have thoughts. I'll let you go first. Well, I'll I'll say this. I don't think I did see some people and at least one prominent uh, Spartan writer say, you know, former, this, this is former Spartan. Writer. Okay. This is kind of pathetic that, you know, Jim Harbaugh, I don't think Jim Harbaugh went into the practice and he's the one who designed it. And he's the one who this said, was absolutely not a Jim no, Harbaugh no, thing. This at was, all. this, this was, was an assistant team. coaches and the team decided to do it. But was he aware of it? He had to have been because it, they had to worked on it in practice at some point, right? Like they didn't like tell him, Hey coach, can you go turn around and close your eyes? We're going to do something in practice. Like that didn't take place. So he did see it. Wait uh, a minute. You don't think that that's possible. <laughs> you don't think that it's possible that those 11 starters, when they broke the huddle said, Hey, let's just do this real quick. It's possible. Maybe, maybe I mean, you don't Especially practice that play. They're all they're doing is lining, lining up, up and yeah. then they're running. You're their right. Spots. Because they didn't, it's yeah, you're right. They didn't like run a formation. Right. Out, no, they went back no. to the right. It's not like they, so it is, it is let possible. The, let the clock run out and take True. the five yard penalty, True. but East so Carolina declined it uh, to me. Like that's, I don't like calling athletes in college kids, but that seems to me like kids being kids. What to, and then, and then JJ McCarthy wore a free Harbaugh t-shirt. That I looked in again, like I heard a lot of people saying, ah, he's just a young man. He's immature. He's doing, I I looked in, I was like, give me a break, right? Like that's a, it's ridiculous, right? Like he, it's not that the NCAA didn't suspend Jim Harbaugh for the first three games. Michigan Michigan did after Jim Harbaugh was consulted about the suspension for the first three games. This was a self-imposed suspension. So who's he freeing him from? Freeing him from himself, freeing him from Ward Manuel, freeing him from Santa Ono. Like he's not. You know, if you wanted to put something like Harbaugh's innocent, Harbaugh, no, that's uh, even worse. we believe in Harbaugh. <sighs> we believe in Harbaugh is fine. Yeah. But I, yeah, I thought the free Harbaugh thing, I mean, it, it's after the game when you don't have a lot of us to talk about, it gets attention. I, I thought it was, I thought it was stupid, honestly. Oh, well, thank you for saying that and admitting that you're, you're, I don't you're think a JJ, bigger, you're I a bigger Michigan JJ, fan than most Michigan fans. I, 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 I love JJ. I give him a lot of credit, but I mean, like. And I'm not saying someone should have told him like, Hey, take that off or whatever like that. But you know, when I saw it, a lot of Michigan fans like, what a railing crying the whole thing. Give me, give me a break. Give me a break. That's just silly. So here, here's where I get on my, my, my soapbox a little bit. When Jim, remember we talked about Jim Harbaugh's the master manipulator Mm -hmm. during media opportunities. Cause he only does one a week. Brilliantly and brilliantly and brilliantly. So let him do that. JJ. Let him do that because what it appears to be from my perspective is your head coach is permeating this. We don't abide by everybody else's rules. Mm. We do what we want when we want and forget everybody else. That's what that felt like. Mm. If you, if you take just like the little immediate shock value out of it, JJ McCarthy thinks he can just do or say whatever he wants. Now, I don't believe that deep down in his soul that J.J. McCarthy thinks. But you see what I'm saying? The yeah, example yeah. is being set by the head coach that if somebody's telling you, well, you, you know, you got to pay a price for something we think is really stupid, you know, and then, you know, Jim Harbaugh in the past has brought up, you know, nasty things about other programs, you know, Penn State, Michigan State. There's been instances 
Alabama, not just the tunnel, Georgia. but like like all these things where yeah. Jim Harbaugh can poke and prod and and but but don't look at us. It's like the same for thee, except for we. You know, well, we fence. Well, and to your I point, think that's what he was trying to talk about. To your point, too. I mean, Jim has essentially said, like, well, I'm under a gag order. I can't talk about it. Says who? Right? Like, well, the your, NCAA, your players are doing some talking for yeah, you. Yeah, the NCAA is going to do what to you if you just come out? Like, I'd like to hear his side of it. If this is really, if this is really a nothing investigation, then come out and say it. I right. mean, his his agent has made you know, some, some comments and all oh, the NCAA can put us on their gag order, but they can come out and say stuff. And, uh, and, and Jim at, at big time media days, like, I really wish I could tell you because this is, this is really burning at me. Just come out and say it. Like you're already under a level one violation because you supposedly misled the NCAA. What are they going to hit you with another level one violation? Because you came out and told the truth about what took place. Right. Like again, and I just, as a Michigan fan, like I saw that, then I saw the, the train, and I'm like, can we just, can we just play football? Yeah. Can we just and, like be done with when this? when they did, they played well. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. And I, I, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, beat on it, but it, it, it's, you do recognize that there is the sect of not just Michigan state fans, but like country of college football fans that, that just, this is why they hate you without a doubt because you yeah. keep doing this shit. And it's driving us nuts. Well, I think, and I think too, ultimately what you, what you have in a situation like this is, is the, the idea of pick up the shield and defend your program. I mean, when I look at this, when I saw it, I just, I rolled my eyes and I said, you know, give me a break. Like, let's just play football. You're going to have a lot of Michigan fans who are like, yes, absolutely. JJ McCarthy. Like you defended your coach and the whole, like, just, just look at it objectively. Like, just we're done with this. Okay. Like just go out there, play the game. If, if, and let me tell you this, Justin, if they're playing UNLV this week, Jim Harbaugh is again serving a self-imposed three-game suspension. At this point, now all the coaches are back. Sharon Moore is back. There's no more. Mike Hart and, and uh, Jay Harbaugh are going to share share coaching duties. Like, if we see another one. Oh, no. That's like, just, that's and, arrogance. Yeah. That's like, that's ah. like bashing it over your head. Just, let's just, let's just play football. Po- I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, what do you, what do you want to see uh, against UNLV? I mean, more of the same. Do you, yeah. Is there any wrinkles that you, you know, I'd like to see, cause here, here's a, what's coming out of week one is clearly again, East Carolina, some, some decent athletes. They were an eight and five football team a year ago. They're one of the better group of five. Um, so, so UNLV is not them. Uh, but UNLV is probably going to follow a similar game plan. Hey, let's attack the, the gaps. Let's try to force Michigan where they, they don't have their cutback lanes. They're going to have to take the ball outside. Let's just see Michigan attack the edges. Let's see Michigan use Donovan Edwards. I didn't think Donovan Edwards and Blake Corman, the passing game got utilized in the way that I was hoping to see. Um, you know, JJ was outstanding. Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson. Some of these guys were terrific. So more of that, but I want to see more of, of them finding ways to counter how defenses are going to play them in the running game uh, and and see a little bit more explosion from Donovan Edwards and then stay healthy again, stay healthy, no new injuries. A couple of guys are going to come back. Let's see what Rod Moore, let's see what Will Johnson, let's see what Tyler Morris, a young sophomore wide receiver can do. So yeah. And, and, and then like you said, I mean, 81, no, no, they're going to get to 81, but I'd like to see probably, you know, 49 to 10. Sure. Just a little bit more explosion overall in the offense. And, and yeah, so that's what I'm looking for. I need to see a sack. Because they had none. Yeah. I need to see a little bit more defensive line pressure from Michigan this week. They they just seemingly didn't get home. And maybe that's just 
space. You know, again, there's a lot of reasons why the certain pass things rush was don't happen. There, but I did hear a lot of them like, "Oh, they were getting the ball out fast." Uh, yeah, well, it, guess people what? People say Ohio that when State you don't get throws a the ball in yeah. three seconds. So Absolutely. if you don't get, you got to get home. Uh, so I'd like to see more of that. I do want to see them force a couple more turnovers. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that that one play, I don't know the cornerback's name. Josh Wallace. Yeah, That was an incredible, incredible athleticism, you know, feat of of catching the ball and kind of keeping his feet in. I know it didn't count because the East Carolina touched it out of bounds. Whatever. I thought it was a great interception. I'd like to see more turnovers, though. So get more dominance. I, I thought that, that, you know, obviously only allowing 12 first downs last week, you know, keep that up. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that stuff from Michigan that I want to see. Just let your football be the story in week two. Yeah, that That's the biggest absolutely. thing I want to see from Michigan because there's a lot of, you know, like the first game without Jim and, yeah, yeah. you know, like that type of stuff and all the antics that came along with that. Go out there, win 56 to three, leave no doubt that this you're, the, you're a top two, top four team in the country after week two and you make your biggest jump from week one to week two. I think Michigan has an opportunity to do that. On the flip side for Michigan State, I got to see four quarters. Mm-hmm. Like no nervous energy. You, you got the first one out of the way. Now you get an FCS. So you're, you're taking a step back in opponent. Therefore your dominance should be asserted way, way more. So I want to see uh, a little bit more from Michigan state's uh, offense right out of the gate. Um, I definitely want to see a little bit more ball Hawk on the defensive side. You know, don't let them this, this soft cushion that Scotty Hazelton lets these corners play with. It's almost like, after watching Pat Narduzzi and you know, two men on the Island and you know, no fly zone. That was like the greatest thing ever. Now I don't understand the, uh, you know, offenses change a little bit. My point is, is there's way too many opening got open guys in these cushions and like, you know, tackling needs to be a little bit better, but for Michigan state at the end of the day, for me, I just think like you got to be that second half team for four quarters to make me think you have a shot in hell against Washington in two weeks. Well, on the wide receivers, uh, Trey Mosley had, a, I think, at least one drop and maybe two yeah. drops in the game. Co- uh, Carr, Malik Carr had a couple. Yeah, you saw Jerron Glover and Tyrell Henley, Henry were the ones who made the spectacular catches. Do you want to see more of those guys and less of Mosley, or do you? No, I mean, I, I want to see Mosley get into, like, what is his role? Because I think we've seen Glover and Henry are down-the-field threats. Mosley's mm-hmm. never been that. Mosley's not, he, even when he was with Jalen Reed, he was, you know, number three behind Coleman. By the way, can't Coleman, good work. Um, yeah, but Trey Mosley's more of like that short to intermediate guy. And, and when he's dropping passes that are the short to intermediates, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, and he, and I, I know Trey, he's a good kid. He's a hard worker. He's a leader of that team. He'll figure it out. Like he, if anyone's going to figure it out, it's that kid. So he's going to be okay. Um, but I do want to see more crispness from the quarterback because it is now it is your show. Noah Kim, it has been proven. You came out. They stuck with you when they probably should have rolled the dice at that point. But I guess it goes to show how far that quarterback battle really was if they were going to stick with him after. I mean, getting booed at home on your home opener. Yeah, like, that nah, was a but, small smattering. But, yeah. like, you know, I mean, yeah. look, I was frustrated, too. There was, like, no flow. So getting to the flow early in this game, it's Richmond, should be over by halftime. Then you let Caden come in in the second half or in the late, late mid-third quarter and, and play the rest of the game, get him some real meaningful reps. But down the field threats, Henry and uh, I think they're it's almost like addition by subtraction with Keon Coleman leaving because he was such a big time personality and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And when you don't wow, have a, a team, too. Uh, I mean, that was three touchdown catches for Florida state and their big win, I, big win over LSU. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I shared a gif of Kevin Hart, like 
kissing and crying. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, when you I see him it. slanting down for yeah. 40 yards, it's like, could have used that this season. But, hey, you know what? I digress. Um, but, yeah, so I want to see what, what were you for State. Do you want to see any? Yeah, what, think, what else? I'd like to see him score on their first possession. That would be great. You know, Noah Kim, <laughs> shake off. I mean, now he's got confidence. Now he there should be no nerves in that, that opening sequence. Come down, right down the field. Um, I, I don't necessarily run over Richmond. Do what you do well, and that's throw the football. A couple of now playmakers emerging. Get Malik Carr. I think he's a very dangerous weapon for Michigan State. He had a, a, a big drop, maybe even two big drops in the game. Uh, he did have a touchdown catch. but Yeah, they went back to him to yeah, get his they confidence did. back. And so, and so utilize him a little bit more because I really think he is a tough matchup for a lot of teams, not just these ones that are weak on their schedule. And really just be, just be um, you know, playing some really good football coming out of it because you got a, a massive matchup in week three yep. against uh, a really good Washington uh, football team. So, um, yeah, I think just taking a step forward for Michigan State and and you'll be you'll be in a good spot. I do want to finish. I got a question before I get mm. that. I, I will say Thursday night we stayed at Weber's in Ann Arbor. Uh, did a little staycation with the family. Got there immediately. Got the our our, our four year old son got in the pool. Um, you know, heated pool, not too hot. Didn't feel like the hot tub, which okay. was right next to the pool, but um, felt good. Then we had burgers and French fries on the patio outside of the pool, which was a lot of fun. Indoor pool. Um, had a lot of fun. There was an arcade that we played, uh, you know, had really cool evening after we put the kids to bed, had a couple of drinks out on the, out on the, uh, the, the, I guess the patio right outside of the, the balcony right outside of the door, oh. um, which was really nice breakfast the next day. Uh, you can visit Weber's and And I'll say this, when you register, a lot of people don't register on a, on a website. They just go to, uh, what uh, one of the travel apps, yeah, right. Yeah. To get there or hotels.com or something like that. If you register on WebersAnnArbor.com and you go to dinner and you use the restaurant, you start getting points. Well, we got points and we got an upgrade and we got a really nice upgrade to a corner poolside room that had a little bit more space, um, you know, had a big TV, had a pullout couch. Uh, So that was one of the pluses of being registered on WebersAnnArbor.com. So let me ask you this question, Justin, as we finish up here. So Saturday, both teams play at the same time. Correct. Okay. I'm not going to break out two TVs. We're having a birthday party for mm-hmm. my one-year-old daughter. She September 11th is her birthday. We'll do this on the 9th. We've got Michigan and Michigan State people that are coming. You better have two TVs, brother. So now YouTube TV allows the split screen. So should I be doing this split screen? No, put on put on Michigan game at your house. It's your house. And then okay, so I was going to and I was and I was talking to my wife. She said, "Well, what what about for all the Michigan State people. And I said, go in the I'll, basement. I said, we'll I'll, I'll little... put a, I'll put a second TV. And no. she's like, well, where are you going to put the second TV? In the basement, in the corner. That's that's my kind of thing. And yeah. she's like, well, that's not fair. Like they don't want to. Too bad. It's my house. You see the flag that's flying out. You see well, the flag that's flying out front right now. <laughs> I mean, it should be Michigan, right? We're a house divided, man. Yeah, I gotta... but I, I thought you got to fly the flag for the winner. Well, I mean, oh, I, wow. we fly, oh, we fly no. both flags. <laughs> we fly both. Oh, look flags. at you backtracking your face right now. I want to sleep in the bed, Justin. I want to. No, I know there's a lot of guys who are out there like, oh, just put on your pants right now, Spath, and show her who's boss and the whole thing. And I, what I would say to you is like, do you do that? Yeah, yeah. Are you married? Probably not. What? <laughs> Happily married? No. I'm going to put Michigan on my TV, and then I'm going to have a second TV, and they can watch on the second Dude, TV. Dude, this, this would be the, the ultimate, like, like, just put him like in the little like grandpa's old TV in the basement. Put a, like a nice big spread. You got like 
filet and shrimp cocktail up by the big Michigan TV, and it's like, oh, Michigan State, yeah, they're they're down in the the auxiliary we got, we room. Got, we got, uh, Put it like cheese, wieners, hot dogs, cheese and hot dogs. crackers, the spray cheese and crackers on like a paper plate, and be like, hey, there you go, Sparty. You can have. That. I got one of those old bubble thirteen inch televisions <laughs> that had the built in VCR. Yeah. yeah, you got five channels on there. Yeah, it's like two, three, and five. There you go. If, if you find it, it's on. You're good probably luck. not gonna find it, but good uh, luck. Good luck. Uh, so uh, I think I think you know because of the Labor Day holiday, uh, I got to take off this week at a big family wedding um, out in Denver. Um, we are going to only have this episode this week. Next week we're going to get two. into our yeah. two parters where the Tuesday episodes will be focused just looking back, and then the Friday episodes will be a whole uh, podcast dedicated to the game coming up this weekend. So with that prediction time. Oh, for the whole season? No, no, no. For just, the- just for this game. We're going to do yeah. that when we have a little more time. I'll, I'll say 49-10. 49-10 for, for Michigan? For Michigan, Richmond, Michigan State. Uh, I will take um, 42-7. to seven. Okay. Okay. I got 56-3 to three Michigan over uh, the running Rebels, yeah. UNLV. Yeah, right. Just went to Vegas a couple weeks ago and getting, yeah. you know, going from the airport to the Strip. You go right by campus. You're like, I could not be a student here. Anyways, that's another yeah. conversation for another time. Uh, and then Michigan State, you know, I'm going to, I don't, I don't think they're going to take this massive jump. I mm. think it's more of like a 35, 35, seven. Okay. 35. I just, I want them to get to the mid forties. I want them to, you know, yeah. but I just, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. Well, so. they were a oh, big at the half. They could put in the backup and then you never know how, how they'll sure, play out. Sure. Sure. But, but, but anyways, yeah, it'll be an interesting week of college football. We weren't predicting the two upsets that took place last weekend with Clemson and TCU. So you never know right. what is going to happen, but it should be another great week of, uh, of college athletics. You can follow you on Twitter. Yep. J Rose D E T and you Michael Spath. I T H. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. I love you, but you're an idiot.